I think that was hilarious. Who are you talking to? Myself. I can I see your said, mouth moving, but nobody's here, weirdo. Just just myself. Uh, were you talking to me? I said, it was hilarious. I said, Legos, assemble. Ah. Nobody heard it but me. Finding Our Tribe, a podcast about teaching and supporting each other in our common profession. With Fabian Hoffman and Scott Kazarian. Hey everybody, welcome to Finding Our Tribe with Fabian Hoffman and I'm Scott Kazarian. Uh, I am coming off of a week of no coffee and I'm wow. back on the wagon, Why? so I'm very glad to be back. Oh, you're back on coffee. Okay, good. I, yeah. uh, well, whatever one means, I you know, it's hard to know. On the uh, I didn't, you know, I don't know. No, fell off the wagon is when you are drunk. I'm on the train. So you're you're back. I'm you're, going when you're to the off, you're, you're still an alcoholic. <laughs> you, you were not, so you're... Off the no. cart? Yeah. No, you're on the cart. I'm on the coffee cart. You're on the coffee cart. on the coffee cart. Yeah. So, <laughs> okay. Uh, now we confused you know, everyone. <laughs> every once in a while, usually actually January, I take a break just so yeah. I know I can still. And mm-hmm. uh, it just, I, I, for real, that's the answer. It's just so I yeah. can know I can still be yeah. in control of myself. And, uh, but this January was a little rough. I was like, mm, I don't think I'm going to make it through January if I don't. And I literally <laughs> took a whole month off normally. And so, yeah. Like three days before the end of the school year, I went, that's it. I got to stop. It's like I just yeah. can feel it inside. So I stopped and then I came back. I almost lasted a whole week. I lasted six days, six yeah. and a half, six and three quarter wow. days. Wow. And there I you like, go. Yeah, I'm proud of you. Funny. And I'm much happier. My kids are thankful. My wife is thankful. Everybody's thankful <laughs> I'm back on coffee. <laughs> it's it's really weird. Coffee is one of those things that um, I notice immediately when I don't have coffee. Like Me too. I'm, I'm okay. I mean, I don't I don't necessarily... <laughs> Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I don't necessarily drink it to be awake. I like I like just the taste of it. Yeah, because it doesn't do anything for me anymore. It's like I like it's psychological now when right. I think that it's gonna do something. But um, so when I don't drink Maybe coffee, you need to take a break so you know that. It well, it's what I'm gonna tell you. you. So when I drink coffee, um, I or when I yeah when I don't drink coffee, let's say I don't have time in the morning or whatever, and I'm running late and I'm just out of the house and I need to go, then I don't necessarily notice that I don't drink co- that I didn't drink coffee. It's more like when the headache starts, I'm like. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's why. And that's like the problem is the headaches. Yeah. For alcohol, like I I can like doesn't matter. I don't need to drink it. I like every once in a while like I've cut back a lot. Usually I would drink like one beer a night. <laughs> and that's it. Like I'm not this a big drinker. Confession but that's time like, with Fabian Yeah, Hoffman. it's con- it's confession. No, but it's like yeah. And but a whole it's a lot of something. <laughs> yes. But considering I'm German, people might think, oh, he drinks like beer all the time. Oh, but I never um, thought that once until right this second. Yeah, now you do. Um, but it's like, it doesn't it doesn't matter. So I just was like, oh, I'm not going to buy beer anymore. And then I don't care, you know. And it's actually much nicer when I don't drink because I don't get fat. Wow. Um, and, but wow, with, we went with coffee, deep really yeah. quick. But with coffee, I'm like, <laughs> this, is, this is a problem. <laughs> like coffee is a mm-hmm. real problem because I feel it that I'm addicted to it. No, you are. Well, and that's part of it too is like how much like do you need more and more and more of it in order to like make it actually work, right? Because some of it was like this year was just too exhausting. Coffee wouldn't wouldn't fix that. Uh, So I have some exciting (laughs) news. I literally just came in. I I just barely hot off the press. Hot off the press. Ten ten, which was nine minutes ago. If we if you track while we record. Did you like my my sound effect? It sounded like like 
I thought it was supposed to be like a background side effect, so I tried not to bring too much. No, no, no. It's I'm me. I know. I sound like Michael well, Winslow. Okay, yeah, it's we, a deep cut. We all tried. We all. Everybody nod your head. Do you remember we Michael Winslow? We all liked it, right? Right. Everybody. Do you okay. remember Michael Winslow? Yeah. Police sure. Academy. Yeah. No. Oh the yeah, I wasn't sounds. really into those movies. Sorry. Yeah, but he made those sounds. Yeah. That's okay. what I just did. I went. So far, we're talking about your beer consumption and my alcohol and Yeah. Oh, man. Should we just stop? No, <laughs> no. Well, we so, oh, try, but I apologize. We were sort of, sort of, kind of finding our rejection today because we, yeah. uh, we had a guest planned and then it just didn't work out for whatever reason. Uh, yeah. It's definitely not our fault. Um, but no, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so I, we were a little sorta. emotionally raw, as you can tell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I did just get an email nine minutes ago. Well, now <laughs> ten minutes ago because you talked about the do 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 for so long. Um, but it sounded so c- okay. Sorry. <laughs> that I just got another donor's shoes uh, approved, and this one is now you can do the sound. Okay. Is seesaw my seesaw learning platform? It's a one year subscription. And I got it last year, and I thought, ooh, before the school year ends, I better put another one up so that maybe by the end of summer, someone yep. is willing to sponsor it. So they did, and that's fantastic because that really means that's awesome. learning. I did my survey last at the end of the school year, the customer yep. satisfaction survey, yep. and um, they, they said hands down 100% of them said I would rather use Seesaw over Google Slides. Because cool. that was my That's comparison, awesome. was you're manipulating Google Slides, adding videos and pictures or whatever, yeah. or yeah. you're manipulating Seesaw. And some of them had some harsh things to say, which was great, about different yeah. aspects of that learn of both both sides. But in oh, the harsh, end, things, harsh things about that, not about you. <laughs> I have, I, I haven't got, I'm not emotionally ready to go to that level yet. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't reached question seven yet. I'm not ready to go there. <laughs> but I did, no, actually, I did just scroll just to see what they thought before I put this project up because students matter. You know, their opinions yeah, are yeah. why we're doing a lot of this. And if they don't like it, then it doesn't then matter how much point? I like it, right? Yeah. Except for you in Star Wars because it doesn't exactly, seem to deter you. It doesn't, no. <laughs> There's caveats, right? It's not a hard and fast. It's got more like guidelines <laughs> than rules. But yeah. uh, the 100% of them said I'd rather use Seesaw over Google Slides. And I thought, oh, okay, okay that, that's significant enough for me to want to, even though we're not going to be all online, they're not going to be, you know, distance learning format when i do my work my yeah. special education students said a hundred percent of the time i'd rather do it on seesaw and i'm thinking okay yeah. that's awesome then that's a that's good, good that's feedback. a big plug for them and maybe yeah. we can um link to seesaw in the uh the show did we say that we're being sponsored by them today no. well no but i mean <laughs> honestly when you find something that really works right yeah uh, uh, you want to jump on it. So thanks, yeah. Donors Choose, for that. Uh, we should be sponsored by Maybe I'll reach out to Donors Choose and be like, hey, so. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, if we have a would, podcast that yeah. we have at least two listeners. One of them is me, but the other one is Jamie. Well, we have more than that. It's got to be like <laughs> seven by now. Now, we got a good tribe. You know what's great? It's it like, uh, it's just been so fun to even get deeper with some of this with the Jedi in the classroom yeah. and things like that. It's just been fun to grow our community. But I did just get this so i gotta confirm it after and then they'll still that's awesome yeah and i'll be ready oh, speaking for next of year. that's a huge relief speaking of listeners so i went i went back through our like numbers yeah and uh in oh hi uh, my son just busted in say hi, papa. hi. Oh, hi. hey say papa hi, hi. hi. Okay, can you yeah. papa needs to record uncle scott hi. yeah hi buddy 
Bye-bye. All right. This show brought Bye-bye. to you by... Uh, what are those things care. called that they okay. put in their mouths? Um, pa- pacifiers. Pacifiers. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, that was Papa. awesome. And he's he's coming back. Um, hmm? Hi. We could just All we right. could just cut. Wham. You want to cut? Keep going. No, it's just that's fine. Okay. It's funny. Well, then um, finish your thought. <laughs> I don't even know what I was saying. Uh, Speaking of. Oh yeah, yeah, lis- <laughs> listeners and stuff. So what I noticed is um, that. We have people who like listen to our older episodes, so I can see like there's like you have a graph and it shows you like how many episodes were listened to. Yes, and so when you look at a week, people are going back through our back catalog basically and listening to stuff from rewinders. We'll call them the rewinders. Oh, interesting. So that means that we have listeners who are not necessarily caught up on everything, but they are listening to older stuff. So that's yeah. Wow, that's fantastic because yeah. we, yeah, you because know, as we get creep closer, closer to 100, yeah, um, keep thinking about what we talked about a long time ago, which I'm not even sure I want to say because you should have to like know what we're talking about, yeah, from you know, episode two or one. whatever we brought one. Was it episode one? <laughs> I don't okay. know, <laughs> I don't know either, but uh, we'll have to figure out that. And uh, that actually, speaking of that, I mean, man, we got to figure out 3D printing those because now you have access to a 3D printer, yeah, we I could have access print them to in batches, printer, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> in we my need mind, to, we need to print at least seven. In my <laughs> mind, the, it's as big as now, like an infinity gauntlet glove thing, where like <laughs> you can control the universe. Uh, sure. Uh, okay, so we wanted to, after we talked about our rejection and moving on with our lives, we want to talk about yep. a couple of things. We want to talk about mini games in the classroom, mm-hmm. and social media and different ways to connect and disconnect over the summer. Yep. So, what do we want to start with? Uh, let's start with mini games. Okay, um, let's do it. So we in in our side pod that you should all listen to is Jedi in the classroom. <laughs> um, we did talk a little bit about mini games, which were things like where you incorporate board games, for example, easy board games like Greedy Granny that don't have like a lot of rules, but are super easy for kids to understand, and how to combine them with um, a review game essentially, so that every time a student. Uh, or a student group answers a question correctly, they can come to the front and they can uh, steal a cookie from Granny's plate or whatever. And but we didn't mention like a lot of them. We mentioned some by name um, that are really good. So I wanted to um, give some more examples so that people um, can get an idea right. and examples that they could use. Um, especially now that I know that our sixth grade English team are both going to gamify, not just the one person itself. But also, oh, the two uh, the books se- you're giving yeah. to the two teachers are both your sixth grade. Equivalents? No, 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 no. There's oh. a there's another one like her her English co-teacher oh. for the sixth grade. Wow. Um, she so they want to work together. It's going to have different games, but she also wants to gamify. So I'm awesome. super excited. This is so cool. Um, anyways, so um, I figured it might be cool to talk a little bit about mini games, mini review games, and so. Um, a really good book to uh, find those or really good books for that is uh, obviously Adrenaline Rush by John Meehan. There's a lot of mini games in there. Um, another one is called uh, by Quinn Rollins is Play Like a Pirate. That has a lot of mini games in there. So if you're interested in that and then there's, uh, of course, the Bible Explore Like a Pirate. And <laughs> so um, there's a couple that I uh, found in there that I really, really like. 
and that I wanted to talk about. So the first one is Mouth of Truth, and it's not by Michael Matera, but by Jason Roy. If you want to follow him, he's at, at @roybot uh, on Twitter. And wow, you came prepared. This is impressive. Yeah, I have the book here. You know. Yeah. Um, and you all you need is the game Crocodile Dentist, um, which is uh, costs about like ten bucks. There's like a mini version of that that you can get at Target. I got it for like eight dollars, um, and. Um, that's essentially all you need and then you need questions and it's really fun because um first off you start you out describe with, it yeah start describe how yeah. to play the game maybe well the the game is very simple so if you've never heard of crocodile dentist um it's just a plastic crocodile it looks really cute and there's like teeth in there uh, on there and you press them down and at some point the the, the mouth closes and then it bites your bites your yeah, finger. It's a little cartoon really crocodile, super yeah. cute, and it's just a randomized when it closes on your hand based on how many teeth get exactly. pushed down at some yeah. time. Right. And so um, you use that with uh, the following. So the Mouth of Truth is the game. And so you have your crocodile dentist. You have him sitting there, and he's ready to go and is waiting for his turn. And so there's two phases. So the first phase is you, you give the students a bunch of questions. So like a set of questions of like three or four. And uh, students need to answer those questions in a certain amount of time. And then uh, when they've answered it, they come to the front and give you the answers. You go through it. Uh, and every time a team has correct answers, they get points for that. Okay. So that's like the first round. Every time they get correct answers, they get points. And you keep track of that on the board. And then... Um, there's a second phase where you're going, where each team can send up one member to press on the the crocodile dentist teeth. That's um, where it gets really fun. That's that is where the fun begins because uh, first of all, the the team with the most points from the previous round gets to play first, and uh, the uh, uh, what was it? Yeah, so they they go first, and then um, they would come and. Each tooth that you press has a different amount of points attached to it. So um, if you only XP press one. XP points? Sure, or XP points or, points or get game points. I Cap would say game points. Um, if you only press one tooth, then you get one point. If you press two teeth, you get two points. And then it starts to get exponential. Um, and, and the more teeth you press, the more points you can get. But here's the catch. Uh, if the mouth closes, then you lose all your points. And so there's a lot of like, um, uh, are strategy they almost strategy? Sorta. Yeah. And are they, are Random they willing, <laughs> are they willing to, to gamble a little bit because they might come up, press one tooth and then lose the points that they, or uh, press two, press two, um, sorry, press two teeth. Yeah. And then up to this point, they have two points. Now, if the mouth closes on the third one, everything is gone. Right. So how much do they want to risk? And there are some students who just go all the way and try to get as many points as possible. And sometimes they're lucky and sometimes they're not. And so there's a lot of strategy involved. So sure there's some the students part. that are like, no, I'm good. I'll just hold on to my points. Yeah. And we no, and you. we had that. Uh, and I think you were you were there when we played it. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, there are some students who are like, oh, I'm good with two teeth. And then there's other students who are like, I'm going to go for six. And uh, then they usually lose. And it's fun because there is every team gets to play. Um, even if they didn't answer the questions correctly, at least they can play the game. So they could win um, the Crocodile Dentist game or the Mouth of Truth game, even if they did not answer any of the questions correctly. They're, they're just going last, right? So um, 
and then you can repeat that if you want. So you can give them another set of questions in, in the first round, and then you do the same thing again if they answer the most questions correctly. So I'm hearing risk, challenge, strategy, a sort of strategy. Yeah. Like, are there other games that maybe we don't necessarily talk about more uh, as deep about, but that you would recommend that kind of keep those same sort of elements going, like risk, challenge, and strategy? Are there other ones you've used? Um, you could use Papa Pirate, for example, Pirate. because uh, Papa Pirate, depending on how you want to play it, like in the original game for Papa Pirate, the idea is that you uh, you get like a bunch of swords in a certain color, and then you're trying to pr put the swords in like a barrel, and then you're trying to get the pirate out. You want him to pop out, basically. So you could just reverse that and say, when the pirate pops out, you lose. Yeah. Right, so you, you just like you just that. reverse, yeah. you just reverse that, and then right, you don't Papa do it Pirate. by color. Yeah, so you don't and do it by color; you do it the other way. Yeah. Any others? Um, and then let's see. That you've played with that you're like, ooh, yeah. Uh, for something like maybe don't break the ice would work really well. Not necessarily for a Mouth of Truth, but that's also a similar game where well, it's same like risk, challenge, and a yeah. little bit of strategy. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And then, awesome. and then greedy, greedy granny does the same thing. Yeah. Where it's like you're a big you, greedy, greedy, greedy granny. Oh, I fan. love greedy granny. Oh yeah. my god. Um, <laughs> it just sounds funny every time you say that. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, let yeah. me talk a little bit about uh, Legos for a second, and then if mm -hmm. you have another maybe game you want to dive into. Yeah. Do you have another game you want to dive into? Oh yeah. Okay. Couple. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, for me, huge Lego fan, always been, and then got a lot of Lego Super Mario donated to my class. In fact, right now while we're recording, my own kids are outside organizing my Legos so that I can use them next year. Uh, Thank, you, <laughs> Thank you, Donors Juice. Thank you, Donors Juice. But, you know, one of the things is like these multiple entry points into the game. And what I, one of the things I learned uh, about like mini games for me or even just like uh, maybe not even mini games as much as like opportunities to play in the game is that some students could care less about uh, winning the game and because I'm mm -hmm. special education I have a lot of different levels of cognitive ability that some just want to play and some just yep. want to have fun and so having those Legos in there now I know last year you worked really hard on like a uh, building right like you were you had like a mm -hmm. building competition do you want to tell us about that yeah um, yeah, so this is um, also something I found in uh, Explore Like a Pirate and also a different version of that is in Adrenaline Rush where um, one was called Attack the Barracks that's in Adrenaline Rush and I'm not going to go through the whole rules because it's a little bit complicated to explain. It's really much better to just read the instructions. But essentially what it is is you're, you're, the students are trying to build a structure and uh, it you can and you can modify it. You could say, okay, the highest building that they build is the winning building, and or the the more fortified it is, the the be, the if it looks the best or whatever, you oh, can have like it. judges or whatever. A category, yeah. So depending on how you want to yeah. play it, but the premise, <laughs> yeah, you can, yeah, something like that. Um, so that everybody and, can win. They always do that. Like when we did like, uh, what are those cars, the Derby cars and Cub Scouts that always do like a most colorful. Because even <laughs> if your car couldn't run down the track, you could still win. At least yeah. there's colors, yeah. yeah. But um, the premise is that uh, same thing again. They have uh, questions they need to answer, like a set of questions, let's say. And then uh, they bring that to you. Let's say they have three questions they need to answer uh, or four questions they need to answer. They, uh, You go through it. If they have all four questions, correct then they get the biggest cup 
to dig into the box of Legos, and that's oh. how many Legos they can get, for example. We got some pretty great Legos donated to us last year, remember? A oh, yeah. That's right. Left yeah. us some. That was pretty awesome. Yeah. And so depending on how many questions they answer correctly, um, that's how big the cup is going to get. So you could say like a quarter cup, a third cup, half cup, full cup, and then the last stage could be uh, two hands and as many as you can carry or whatever. You know, Which depending really on how many... fun. That's awesome. Depending on how many questions in the set they have right so um and then they just go to build right but it's all time limited and they can't it's possible that they have like so many legos and but they just don't finish building their their thing and then they lose because it's not high enough or whatever right so there's a lot of teamwork involved there's a lot of like strategy as well involved are we going to go for as many as possible or are we going to go for uh, we want to make sure we got at least three correct so that we can build like a nice building yeah so that's Did that's really a fun. lot of engagement with that oh yeah like as soon as you throw in legos they're just it doesn't matter yeah it really doesn't matter how old they are you can do this in high school and they would love to do that it's just there's something about lego that just like is yeah, just there transcends all age groups. Gender issue or no, an age no. issue, which everyone can engage. Yeah, and that's that's, why, that's I why, why I love it so much. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that's what I do with with Lego these build challenges, and it's again you can you can also give them like Lego sets like you do, right? You give them like a certain amount of Legos, and right. then they get to build it like throughout the year or throughout the unit or whatever. Yeah. That's how as you use the, it. as they progress through the game, they get to use yeah. it. Less, um, less this year because this was going to be my first year of gamifying because I'm a new teacher and then yeah. pandemic. So uh, I'm really excited to jump in next yeah. year with it kind of full board. So another thing I did was I had them rebuild a scene from a book and also time limited. So they um, got to we, we had a we read like a story, for example, just to make it shorter. You have a short story that we read like the week before. And then in order to summarize what we what they read, they choose something from uh, the, the story, like a section from the story that they rebuild, like a scene. Yeah, they depict from the scene there. out of Legos, which is exactly. really fun, too, and uses creativity. Yeah. I mean, that's like, I think that's the fourth category, right? You, we have risk, challenge, strategy. And yeah. Legos really bring that creativity out. That's yeah, really exactly. Cool. And yeah. again, limit the time. Just say you have 25 minutes and choose whatever you want, build it, and then you take. they have to take a picture in the end, put it on Google Slides, and then you or a, a judges that you come up with, they get to look at it and say, this is the best one, this depicts it the best or whatever. Yeah, I have a hard time judging winners and, and not winners. Yeah, so, so <laughs> I the one time... I usually say everyone's a winner in Mr. Kaz's class. <laughs> <laughs> the one time that I did it, my, my niece and nephews uh, were visiting. So I just asked them what, what they think. Uh, and they were completely the detached. <laughs> yeah. And then I pretended like I judged it, but mm -hmm. actually the kids did it. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. And then uh, I, have, I have more. Do we have Okay, more go for it. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Okay. So we have danger cards. This Who is doesn't one... love having you talk a lot? No, That's I, true. I do. Me. Yeah. Wait, what? Um, yeah, Danger Cards is really awesome. Um, it's also in Mr. Matera's book. And uh, it's also by um, the same person that invented the Crocodile Dentist thing, Jason Roy. Um, and if you want to know the exact uh, way it works, it's in Mr. Matera's book, or I'm sure you can find it 
uh, I think there's an explanation that Matera posted in video form on his channel. But uh, essentially, you have 12 envelopes that you have uh, set up in the front of the room, like on your board. And then the students get to choose these envelopes. And these envelopes have like certain point values, either negative numbers or positive numbers, and things that they could steal maybe from other players. They could steal maybe points or like a penalty. steal... Yeah, or a penalty, or there, there's like an updated version where people need to sit, do a wall sit for like a minute or whatever. So there's like oh man, I don't many think different I things. You can, that one. Yeah, there's many different things you can throw in there. Um, but the cool thing about danger cards is that there's a lot of strategy involved and a lot of bluffing. So because you can pretend like there's if once you get a look at one of these envelopes, you get to pretend like this envelope is the best thing ever, and then the other team maybe wants to take it and it's a negative number, and then they lose all the numbers. Uh -huh. In the end, you do not choose that yeah, envelope. You did so buy us a Sabak deck. Uh, if you guys have Star Wars, oh yeah, fans, Sabak, and right. we at home, I went to the thrift store and got poker chips, and mm. we have played for hours. Uh, and I have taught them how to bluff their way, and they're not very good. I'm not very good. At no, anything, they're but, middle but the schoolers. Whole game especially of bluffing suck is at a bluffing. whole yeah, it's a whole new level of like trying to convince somebody else of something that's not really happening. Yeah. It's super fun, but. Yeah, so it's really fun with, with danger cards because there are sometimes groups that are really good at bluffing and uh, they essentially pawn a really crappy envelope off <laughs> on somebody else. So that's that's really fun. Well, before we transition to like kind of summer and how uh, how much we stay connected during the summer, any other games you want to kind of throw out there that people can look up or check out? Uh, sure. So you could definitely, uh, I totally did yeah. not. Okay, it. great. All right. So, uh, as we, uh, <laughs> thanks. Super I'm so baby. sorry. I'm like my, my, my sister-in-law is, is having a baby and I'm getting text messages and I'm like mm -hmm. trying to record and stuff. So, uh, I'm sorry. So we're just glad you guys are still here listening. Okay. So as we transition, <laughs> let's transition to summer and like land this plane. Uh, so yeah, I started please. summer. You have two more weeks before you're at summer. <laughs> Uh, and yep. my big question, because I've been on Twitter a few times this last week since I've been out yep. of school is realizing that like, does the, I, I don't think the Twitter connected school level engagement of teachers stops. And so at what point do we, this is a question I'm asking myself and I'm sure you have an opinion. At what point do we yep. actually stop engaging in teacher level stuff? for the sake of our own mental health and kind of preparing for, you know, to have a real break between yeah. school years. Now you're doing summer school, so I don't know yeah. how much, how your break's even going to work, but like, well, I'm just doing a, I'm just going to do three weeks of summer school. I'm not doing the whole time. And will some of that time be like used to sort of prep for next year and stuff too? How does summer school work? I don't really know. Well, summer school is just three weeks. We have two sessions, um, oh, but I'm just going to do right now. Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah. So, um, so I'm just going to do three weeks because I want to have some time where I can just completely turn off and play video games and not do Will anything. Will you really <laughs> turn off though and like not be on Twitter so, and not? Yeah. Be so that's the, that's the thing. So to me, all this uh, PD stuff like gamification, etc., that's a hobby for me more oh, than yes. work, Cut. and so. Um, I I'm very interested in it. And so to me, it doesn't feel like work, That's you know? True. So I've been 3d printing something for my classroom for about exactly four weeks right now. But, and it's nothing but fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think it really comes down to like, how much stress does that put on you? Um, and are you doing it because you want to, um, 
it's really just you can definitely like say this is only for work yeah. or is this something that you're super passionate about and it's fun for you and it's not really work it's like to me like teaching itself like if i'm in the classroom in front of the kids and all that stuff to me that's not that's not work that is fun that is like that's what i love to do the work part is like just prepping no lessons or exactly <laughs> no prepping lessons and grading and all that and, and like the IEP meetings and all that stuff that is right. like the the grind stuff for me so are there like, little things really that you do to disconnect like are there little ways so for me i the last day of school i removed yeah. my school email account from my phone so those don't come to my phone anymore yeah. are there any little yeah. things you do over the summer that you're like that's what i do to disconnect um i just i i don't no. know okay. i guess i'm i'm just no i'm I'm too busy with my kids anyway. So there's yeah. not like a, a time where I'm like, I'm going to, I'm bored. I'm going to check my emails or whatever. Really? Yeah, but so the notifications still pop up. Yeah. For me, I've, the no I've, I've having turned, a notification there like bothers yeah. me. I'm like, I got to I've turned that off a long time ago. So oh, okay. even when I get emails, I don't see the numbers in my, on my phone. I don't get notifications on my phone um, and so on. So it's like, uh, I have to actively seek it out. Oh, copy but that, that is a, that is a good thing to to think about just like or if you're if you know you spend too much time on social media and and whatever then turn off the notifications from twitter then That's you don't true. have to worry about it right and yeah so that kind of stuff is because it's for me it's more of a hobby i don't mind doing that but then sitting down and actually creating stuff like that stuff i kind of keep for later you know where it's yeah. like okay now we're coming back to like okay now you actually have to prep stuff like, like that two like weeks before it, you go back to school maybe yeah ish i try i try to do like a week two weeks before um we come back i kind of start like maybe building an app or whatever stuff yeah. like that that's what i did last I year i feel like i'm going to be that teacher over the years that like has like 30 plans of things i want to accomplish over the summer yeah and i'm going to get a, then like nothing 0.25 percent <laughs> yeah. of all of that done yeah that starts. is always that's happening yeah. to me that every year i'm like i'm gonna i'm gonna read this book and i'm gonna do this and that and then i'm like falling asleep on the couch watching netflix yeah. and that's my summer <laughs> basically <laughs> oh that's really funny well try yeah. we're wondering uh yeah how do you disconnect for the summer we'd love to hear from you on that if you could leave us a message or uh just reach out to us uh you could dm us or just even leave a comment on the podcast that gets posted uh, we'd yep. love to hear how that goes for you too, because I think it'll help many of us, uh, and we'll share that next next time we get together. So uh, maybe Fabian, could you like put out that question on our Finding yeah, Our Tribe Twitter? Maybe like after you post, you could be like, "Hey, question of the week." Ooh, question of the week. Ooh, question of the week. Wow. That's something we I think talked we did about that like... once, and now we can yeah. do it again. Yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay, back. We'll, we'll do it twice. It's back, people. It's we'll like the McRib. It. it comes back. Well, guys, we're really glad that you joined us today. We hope you laughed a little bit. And if you're in summer or almost to summer, we really hope you have a great summer break and uh, and stay connected, at least with us as a, as a community, as we uh, teach together and support each other in our common profession. Where can they find us, wow. Fabian? Uh, you can find us on the internet uh, at findingourtribe.net. So if you want to check out our website, everything thing really is on there just as it is on yeah, uh, in our show notes yeah yeah it's kind of yeah people i think are going to our website and you can you can watch our jedi in the classroom special that uh, should be wrapping up uh, in more like episodes, a week yeah yeah um so if you want to watch videos of us like showing our classrooms or 
watching our show and tell or just look at Scott and how wonderful his backgrounds usually are, um, then you can do that. Um, you but, did stick with yeah. one background and I did many, many different backgrounds. Yeah, I was consistent yeah. and yep. you are just all over the place. Yep. But mod, you mod. can... <laughs> Mod Podge, that is not a word, but yeah. okay. Um, it's two words, but whatever. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> um, but yeah, so everything is in the show notes. If you want to follow us, you can find everything there. All right, guys. Well, we'll see you next time on Finding Our Tribe. Ciao. Bye-bye.